I'm Carrie Benedet, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalize you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me I'm an education consultant specializing in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Listeners, you are going to have the fun of your life with this recording. Our guest today on Thriving Matters podcast is none other than Kel Holiday. Now, Kel has a really larger than life life. He has the best laugh, but he also has the most amazing way of thinking about the world, about possibilities and about opportunities to learn live and love. So how are you, Kel? <laughs> I am doing awesome, Carrie. I am um, I'm thriving here in Thailand. <laughs> so that's right. Now, recently, listeners, you, you probably would have heard me talk a little bit about this notion of how we thrive in life and work and how bloody hard it is some, some days, maybe some months, maybe some years, depending on what happens to us. But recently... I met Kel face-to-face, and this is what's been happening to me this year, is I've been meeting up with people I've only worked with and gotten to know online in the last uh, four years. So it's been a great opportunity. We've just met in Bali, and if some of you have heard me talk about this notion of a space to really think about your beliefs, values, and assumptions and your leadership in whatever walk of life you are, well, then Kel and I shared that space in Bali and we're going to be sharing some more. So, Kel, you are very, very welcome as, as a guest for this episode of Thriving Matters Podcast. It was. And, and, and as you said, like after after years of online stuff, you know, the COVID, you know, was everybody thinks of it as so a lot of people think of it as negative, but it was actually what it done opened up a whole bunch of opportunities and um yeah, so you look at the negative if you really want. I just see the positives, and uh, it led me to, to connect with you. And yeah, we had a bit of fun over at Bali, didn't we? We, 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 did. we probably won't go there. What what happened in Bali stays in Bali. I think that's a really good uh, saying, and I think we should apply it really well because there were uh, some interesting situations, <laughs> and uh, mainly around our health, I'd say. But anyway, we won't go there, listeners. You you probably picked up on on what does happen. So, Kel. You've got a big smile. You have a big outlook on life. So tell us, uh, what is it that really gets you out of bed in the morning each day to do what you do? I think look, I've had a lot of experiences in life, you know. So you don't get – I just had my uh, 59th birthday yesterday. Oh. And uh, so you don't get to this age and stage in life without having a lot of experiences. So starting off as a, as a carpenter, I, I soon – I soon realised that what really gets me out of bed is making other people happy. Uh. And, 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 I, and I've always sort of known it, but I've only been able to really recognise it in the last probably five to seven years. 
And so it's not always possible. Like not Some people just like to be grumpy all the time. But if I can make somebody happy during the day, that makes me happy. Puts a smile on my dial and uh, really makes me uh, want to keep going. So the more smiles I can, I can see, the more happier I get and the more I want to get out of bed faster. <laughs> I love that. And I did know that you were going to be um, having a special birthday um, yesterday. So I was in on that little bit of organisation, but I omitted to wish you that yesterday. So today you get a you get a Benedette birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Kel. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. I'll hold, that'll hold me over till next year. It's great. That's right, and that that'll be uh, that'll be a decade significance. The next one. <laughs> so, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, Kel, it's really interesting. You know, if you're saying in the last five to seven years, it's it's this is really where you've um, been thinking about how you can put a smile on on somebody else's face. I mean, in that time, in the last five to seven years, we've actually had some major upheaval globally, haven't we? Um, yeah. And so we're we're still we're we're reaping the benefits of a very fast revolution, technology revolution, reaping the benefits. And I know that you you are immersed in technology and you use it to its absolutely best ability. So we'll we'll talk listeners a bit more about that. Um, but I'm wondering, Kel, did something happen? You know, in that five to seven year period, or perhaps earlier to you in your life, that was significant in how you now show up. Uh, we all have something uh, somewhere along the line. So I'm just curious. Look, yeah, 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 very astute. I, I, I think back in 2016, um, my health was in a shocking state. Absolute shocking state. Um, I'd been working hard, you know, harder rather than smarter. I knew how to work smarter but I just didn't do it, didn't apply it to what I did. You know, I was still happy. I was putting a lot of smiles on people's faces, but I neglected myself. And mm -hmm. so there was a point in time back in 2000, just at the end of 2016, I said enough's enough. And I went on a, on a very much a change of life from a health perspective, um, lost a bucket load of weight, you know, and I mean a bucket load of weight. Um, what we're talking about, I was, I got myself into a very bad state. I was at 185 kilos. Wow. So I was a monstrous boy. Um, and I went through a transformation. And so over the next couple of years, I lost, I basically halved my body weight. I went, got down to 95 kilos. Whoa. And, and so going through that process, um, I had a bit of, a lot of self-realization. And I'd always had a dream that, that I'll retire at 55. So in 2018, I did that, but it only lasted two weeks. And, <laughs> and what it was, what, what was a big problem in that is, number one, the health journey that I went on prepared me to retire for, for what I thought retire. Uh -huh. However, when I did, and I eventually put that plan in place, I realized that there was something huge missing in my life. Um, and the interaction with other people and yes it was good for my family perspective at that stage and different things were happening but I really I, I missed I missed the interaction with with what relative strangers yeah. um, and been able to make an impact in a broader way around the world 
And so two weeks after retiring, I started back up and started with a new chain of companies. And and so and and I had to really focus on well, why am I going to what's what's my reasoning behind starting back up again and getting all this stuff happening? And it come back to she was, I just want to make some people happy. And I've seen a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs who had gone through that process that I'd gone through. You know, they got, you know, got themselves not necessarily obese like I was, but they got themselves unhealthy mm. in their business, you know, the business mm. handling, their leadership. They, you know, they weren't working smart. They were just working damn hard. And I knew I had something to offer. And so I got very focused on the group of people I wanted to work with and, and put a smile back on their face. Now, that was, that was an interesting journey. Because within my own life, there's a lot of things that I had to um, reevaluate, mm. things that weren't making me happy, things that created struggles. And um, and one of those was a marriage that I've been in for 35 years that unfortunately it broke up in 2000, was, was basically the start of the demise, just as the COVID set in and um, I went through a divorce. So that was not a time to smile as far as relationship was concerned. But it was a decision I had to make that I'd been putting off for a long time, and yeah, it was it was yeah. So a lot, lot of lot of lot of transitions, a lot of changes, a lot of big changes. Um, but but in the end, it was all about how do I put more smiles on people's faces, and I couldn't I couldn't just sit back anymore and be unhappy myself. I had to be happy myself in my own skin to be able to then help other people. Yeah, I think the the magic here is is that you, j- you didn't just consider yourself; you considered others as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's the magic there. That's that's a massive story. Um, uh, no no pun intended. That's a massive story. Um, and you know the thriving in all that. There would have been some very dark spots for you, as well as the where the light started to shine in. And um, you know anyone I talk to these days says. I think we're we're talking more openly now about our stories um, and and how it's affected us or what insights we get from it. So that's what we like to to share here are some of the insights that we get and and why we do what we do. So I know, Hill, that you now have a business called Transformation Hub. Yep. And so we're looking at how we can utilise technology to actually help build those connections to streamline so that whole notion of your lifestyle your thriving lifestyle um, is coming into how you've you've set up this this new business this new hub yeah yeah and look it started it started with yeah recognizing who i was all right and it wasn't that i reckon wasn't that i didn't know about it previously but i become 100 focused on it there's a difference so knowing who you are and then living who you are is very different <laughs> Very different. And so I, 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 I had to take what I would have called many years ago a selfish attitude and I number one had to look after myself. Mm. What was it that was going to make me happy? And if I was going to continue to try and make others happy, I had to be happy myself. That was the bottom line. And so that was the catalyst for a lot of the, lot of the first section of change. One of the, one of the sayings, and I, look, I have a Christian background and... I was a pastor for some time. And during that, that period of time, I'd always, there's a passage that it just resonates well with me. It says, 
Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. And and the world around us says that, yeah, you've got to have a house and, you know, two and a half kids and a, and a wife and a car and a... Like there's, the world tells us that you, you've got to be up to your head with a, a house mortgage and blah, 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 all these things. And I'm going, I don't want to be conformed to the world. I don't want to be conformed to what the world says I should, which should make me happy. What is it that makes me happy? And it wasn't being stuck with a house and a mortgage and et cetera, et cetera. It was travel. That's what makes me happy. And so I had to realise that. And there was a disconnect with my previous partner and, and, and life where she didn't want to travel and mm. I did. And, and so one of us was going to be unhappy. And you know, that was something that I, I just couldn't face, you know? So while it was hard making that decision and it's still in some cases, you know, with kids and stuff like that, making that decision was a, was a big call. But I truly, I truly, truly believe that coming out the other side of that now will create more happiness than living in a place where I was going to be unhappy or compromising, all right, or, you know, a lot of compromise and unhappiness. Mm. And so, but, yeah, it was a hard call, you know. Would I do it again? I don't know, to tell you the truth. You know, it was, a, it was one of those things that I made the decision, I went with it, and um, and I take full responsibility of that decision as well, you know. So it was, yeah. it was hard. Well, but, I... Hindsight's a pain in the butt, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, look, I I probably would have done it again. Knowing where I'm at personally now and the amount of lives Mm. that I'm actually now touching and and working with, Mm. um, while there is some heartache still around and family-wise, the relationship, the relationships are strong enough that we will get through that. And um, so, yeah, but it it was tough, but... You know, don't be conformed to the world. You know, it was about how do I continue to change my thinking, to think, you know, to to accept and listen to the world, to accept and listen to what's being said. Don't be stupid enough to think I've got on the only one with answers, oh. but then still making my own decisions. But in a way, it's it's when I'm just listening to you, it's super tough you you probably had n- no idea of what you were going to go through because of the decision you made but you've come out with a freedom for a lot of people involved in that decision because that freedom allows whoever to do to stay where they want to stay it allows someone to travel who wants to travel it allows new relationship it allows those beautiful family members of yours your children um to experience something different that perhaps they've never experienced before. So you add that to your grit and gumption and resilience um, that we've got for life, the the lessons we learn. And that's why I say hindsight's a pain in the butt. You know, it's, it's great if we could have the crystal ball. And if we did have the crystal ball, would we still do what we do? <laughs> would we still make the same choices? Exactly right. Question: You you cannot change the past. You can only reform the future. Yeah. And you know, and and so you just got to use the past as your learning lessons, and move on. You cannot, if you dwell on it, it'll it'll just mess with your head. Eat you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you've probably got a whole uh, set of different skills now around the head talk than you did back in. 
you know, 2016, when your health was really a primary, and, and, and a primary concern. And yeah. some, some of that there, some of that health, some of the reasons why I've got unhealthy, you know, I, I take 100%, like I'm the one that put food in my mouth, I'm mm. the one that stopped moving. Mm. Okay, so 100% is on my back. There is always a reason, you know, if you, you know, use the old Shrek, you know, peel back the layers, you know, <laughs> once you peel back the underlayers, like there's a reason why people get unhealthy, why people don't look after themselves. There's reasons behind that, underneath it. Yeah. There's a reason. And 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 at the core was this sense of, oh, gee whiz, my life is not where where I was, I thought it was going to be. It's, mm. it's There's definitely, definitely, definitely a change. Mm. And, um, and I could actually continue on in this semi-happiness and semi-unhappiness or I could make a change. And so I don't want to dwell on that side of things, but I think it's, you know, from a relationship, you've moved that into a business world. Mm -hmm. In business, in my business now, I, I go, I'm not going to do anything in my business that doesn't make me happy and doesn't help make other people happy. So I'm not going to do it just because it'll make money. That is the, that's a, byproduct it's an absolute byproduct so what is it that i can help and and so that's where the whole new philosophy of you know i, I call myself now i am the creator of time and freedom i've created it for myself um you know i've, I've brought on mentors and coaches to help me to get me to where i wanted to be hmm. to keep me accountable to make those hard decisions all the way along the line and now i'm living the life that i've always wanted that I've always longed for. And yeah, I've got a I've got a thriving business, but I've got a thriving life, you know, with a couple of lumps and bumps along the way. Of course. And that's that what's what makes it interesting. It's never yeah. perfect. It's never perfect. So come on now, let's talk about Transformation Hub. Yeah. Let's yeah. really talk. So listeners, you'll you'll hear a few amazing um, bits of advice as as we go along. That you'll 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 listen. Just tune in and listen in to what Kel's been able to consider, what he's learned, consider, and how he's actually thought about the end product uh, to give you that time and space. So I think we should talk about Transformation Hub. Great name, by the way. Yeah, look, it, it, it is. It's the hub of transformation, and and um, and, and I've, I've just got a whole bunch of T's. You know, it's about getting your thinking right about getting your technology right, about getting your team right, and that will give you time back. Mm -hmm. And and so that framework, you know, if you get your thinking, you know, get, you know, the I call it the transformational mindset. Wonder why I call it that, but anyway, right. But that it's it's different, you know. So Car you know, what we 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 talk about, you know, I'll do it, yeah, you know, Carol, Carol, I think you pronounce it different than I do. Um with the the whole idea of transformational mindset, I oh, yeah, you get the growth, the growth and yeah, and the yeah. growth and um and fixed mindsets. Well, yeah. I take it one step, yeah, one step further, and 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 this is where I think the start of my unleashing what I what I'm doing now started. Um, so I listened to this fixed mindset, growth mindset sort of philosophy, and I and I got it, but I just felt it was not quite complete. Mm -hmm. That was where this started. And that's where the transformational hub and, and where I went to um, really started to take off. I thought to myself, if 
if I'm about making people happy, if I'm about giving time and freedom, if, if I just have a growth mindset, which is internal, in other words, it's all about me, mm-hmm. then it's not complete. Because a transformational mindset, what I coin the transformational mindset is actually having a growth mindset. However, you need to have the input and consideration of others. Mm-hmm. That's the basis of what I call a transformation mindset. It's about thinking not just about how you can grow, but how you can grow others, how you others. can be an influence in the world and have other people influence you without you changing your mission or perspective. Mm-hmm. And that that was where my first book, you know, I, I spoke about that in one of my first books and it really just unlocked. For me, I unpacked, you know, a couple of decades of, of leading different organisations and I unpacked my thinking and put it into a framework. Mm. And so that's that was the thinking part. The technology, and that's that. Like people still look at me today, and, and and so one of the major pieces of technology that I now have is a CRM. And people look at me and go, Kel, "Why the heck would you want to be another piece of technology in the CRM, your know, client relationship management system, when there is so many already on the market? Why that?" And I said, "Well, because I just see it differently, you know." I, I just like people think of mindset, but technology wise, people look at, at technology in their silos. They look at client relationship as a silo. They look at project management as a silo. They look at social media in its own silo. And I just look at I look at technology and say, how how are we going to make a piece of technology that is fully truly integrated so that you got one maybe two logins and everything works within a business. Yes. And so that's, that was what I, that's why I started with CRM because it was the perfect platform to get it started. My vision has always been about becoming not a CRM, but being a productivity hub. So mm-hmm. if you transfer in your mind, you actually become a pro, you get a productivity hub to be truly productive. That's my aim. And so the CRM was the start of that. It was only the tip of the iceberg. And, and now where it's going, it's got technologies around you know, building communities and doing your social media and building your websites, all the normal CRM email sort of stuff. But it's also got how do you build a system? Now, we hear so often from, a, from all the business gurus, hey, build a system, build a system. But there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of tools around to build a system. So now I've got a system to build a system that that it's now part of the one platform because I truly believe one of the systems is your client relationship management. That is only one system Mm. of productivity. Building a system is another part of productivity. Mm. Managing your time, you know, so people use Calendly and all those, all these other products that everybody gets all their little bits and pieces. Yeah. And then they get something like Zapier or Pabbly or Integromat to, to put them all together and make them all communicate together. I'm going like, why? But that was just a question I asked myself. Like, why, why, why does this happen? I didn't just accept that I'll just have to get a technology stack that's a mile long with 20 different pieces. I just wouldn't, I wasn't willing to do that. And so my whole philosophy in the technology world is how do I get less applications and get one that does more stuff? Mm, mm. So, you know. And what, you, what you're describing is 
overwhelming for someone who's who's starting out on their own. Can can be ah. overwhelming. Can be overwhelming. So, and we hear we hear a whole lot at the moment about fatigue, overwhelm. It's just too much. I've got to do everything myself, um, or I, I don't have the income to to get others to do it for me, or they're they're charging so much that you know, I really should be doing this myself. So there's a whole lot of interesting thought processes that go on for people who are founders, side hustlers, starting up their own businesses um, and wanting to wanting to actually progress and do, I mean, we all start with wanting to do more of what we love to do, but we end up often being pulled into the areas that we don't love that much. And that takes up the time. So why not have someone like yourself who, who can actually look at this notion of productivity and all that it means? Um, because, yeah, it's just there's only me, myself and I at this point in time. Absolutely. You know, that's the, that's the question. So a lot of our listeners would be looking at themselves going, I don't know if I can actually leave the job that I'm in that I actually don't like um, and go and do a little bit more of what I love because <clears throat> I may not have a handle on this whole notion of help, help. How do you? How do I help? How do I scale? How do I? How do I ask for assistance and not and not lose space? Look, beautiful reflection. That what you just said there, Kerry, is exactly the problem that I solved. Mm. So number one, multiple applications. All right. Yeah. So we've got it in one place. But the second part is, is some people are not ready, as you said, they get overwhelmed with all pieces and all the attributes and all the different things that it can do. So while it's one platform, overall platform, the uniqueness of this is you can just get the bit that you want and everything seamless. It's just from a back-end point of view, we just take another box and it just turns that piece on. Mm. And so you can start from something as simple as $47 once off all right, for life, and you've got a platform that will get you started. Yeah, so we talk about affordability. So from for, for, for $47 US, so call that about $65 for most of your listeners, I'm imagining going to be in Australia at the moment. But if you just, a very, that's a very small investment to get you started and you never have to move platforms again. Hmm. That's the key philosophy that I've built. It's not just about having something that will do it all, it's also having something that you can grow. And as your business grows, as you can afford to do things, you can add the piece on without having to create all other sorts of headaches. All right. You don't have to start with a very cheap version of XYZ, you know, call a CRM for instance. Yeah. You don't have to start off with a free version or whatever. You've got something that will actually give you some basic stuff to be able to do it. And then you can grow it and add pieces on. And even, even then, even our full product, I mean, with the full suite of stuff, is still a fraction of the cost of some of the other CRMs that do only a fraction of what ours can do. Yeah. So yeah. It, it becomes sustainable. It's, it grows. But as you said, the third part of this is team, you know? And so as a solopreneur, quite often we start to get a couple of dollars and we've got to make a decision. Do I spend that on technology or do I spend yeah. that on team? Mm. All right. If I want to get time, the reality is, if any business owner wants to get time, there's only two things they can do: they can get somebody else to do it, or get yeah. a piece of technology that will do it for them. 
And so I've, I've pretty much solved those problems of going, okay, here's the platform, here's the technology to do it. And when you are ready, you can now get a team and we've got different levels that you can actually engage a team at. Everything's starting from 199 bucks mm. a month. All right. Where you can get a team to, team member to do it for you. So now you've got technology that's affordable. You've got a team member that's affordable and they work together seamlessly to be able to help you to transform and grab the time back. And I'm thinking, Kel, that you, knowing you, there wouldn't be um, any anyone who's left alone to their own devices. There would be ongoing support in all this because your belief is that, you know, you want to influence and add value for others. So you just don't make a, make a, a product that ha has no back-end support. Some growth support. So, Basically, it's growing support, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely. So this now becomes a community. And so one of the things we're, we're adding into the product now is our community building tool. So a lot of people have heard of, like obviously a lot of us might use something like Facebook, you know, or whatever it might be to build our community. If you want to start paying for something, you know, Mighty Networks was a great platform yeah. to, build, to build a network. Be Connected was another great platform to build a community. But again, it's a separate application to everything else. We've just we're, we're just in the throes now of actually getting those last little finishing touches, and this year we'll launch it so that there is a, a true community building tool where something like Facebook can't turn you off. Uh -huh. All right. So if somebody or some or you or somebody else in your community says the wrong thing, and somebody complains against you, Facebook will turn you off. This, if somebody complains about your community, we go. Once your community, you deal with it. You know, it's it's, which is it's a, not an something. adult way, which is an adult <laughs> way of doing things. Yeah, we're not, not, not being treated like children here. Mm. If people are in a community, they're there for a reason. If the wrong people are there, kick them out. Mm. All right. Mm. That's that's as as the leader of your community, that's what that's what we're going. Okay, what's the important parts here? Keep the build, keep the community alive, keep the community growing. And so using that philosophy, that's how I've been able to do and go through the growth is because there is a progression. You, know, you can become a user of the product, then you become a partner with the product, then you can build a community with the product. Plus, that's how we operate. So we start off by, here's the product, how can we support you? Mm. The best way to support you is saying, even myself, like, it's my product, but I don't, know how, I don't know how to best use it because I only think one way. It's surprising how many people using the system goes, oh, I'm doing this. And I go, oh, geez, I never thought about using it that way before. Uh -huh. See? Yeah. Yes. So, community, so community gives you more than what you expect. And so from us, we've, our onboarding systems and, and everything we do, the support structures, once you buy the product, if you're going to do the work yourself, that's fine. You don't need a team member. You don't want to do it by a team member. That's fine. However, we wanted to make sure that you've got some support, not just some, we're talking about you've got multiple live free onboarding sessions and free weekly training sessions to perfect what you need to do. Yeah. Oh, well, so and it's all free. It's, it's a community base where we, you know, if somebody comes up with a new idea on how, a different way to use the technology or whatever it might be, I'll interview them and they'll get out down there. And so it's not just about how I think it should be used. It's about how the community and the community then drives the new development. Do you know, Kel, one of 
you just made me think about one of my favourite questions. Um, any, any, anyone who works, mentors, coaches, works with a whole lot of leaders in whatever profession has a little range of questions that they like to ask. And I bet you've got some of those as a, as a procedure and a flow. But when you were just talking about uh, thinking about, well, I never thought about using that application that way, it just brings up that question, and what else? The, and if you just take the A, the W, and the E, it yeah. actually spells or. Or. Yeah. or. And I just think, you know, that's the, that's the big issue here is how, well, we use awesome, like it's, you know, we're telling everybody we're awesome, but to get to those moments where the light bulbs go on and you go, wow, I didn't realise I could do it that way or this is what I just heard so-and-so and you're in a community that shares and isn't afraid, There's it's not competition, it's actually collaboration and co-creation together. Yeah. That's that's the awesomeness of it all. So I like that. I like that. And what else? And you can ask it that many times. People are going to say, oh, for crying out loud, just stop asking me that question. I can't think of anything else. But the possibility for different solutions is there. Yeah, I love it. And look, for those people who have ever been down to Melbourne and been to Ligon Street, this is my this, this is the analogy I've always used. I would much prefer to be in business in Ligon Street, provided I've got a, a reasonable business. Yeah. I'd much prefer to open a restaurant if I've got a good restaurant, put it in Ligon Street where there's massive competition. However, there is a massive amount of traffic that comes to that position. Uh -huh. And so what comes around goes around. So it's known Ligon Street in Melbourne, for those of you who don't know, it is the it is the mecca of food and coffee pretty much in Australia, all right? You go there and you get any variety of food, multiple different coffees, yep. and every restaurant there, it doesn't last more than a couple of weeks if it's not good. Mm. And, and if it's been there for more than a couple of weeks, you know that the quality is there. You don't, you don't, you don't go there and get a bad meal. Mm. And so apply that into business world, I would much prefer, and I do now, partner with people who are in the same industry as I am, yeah. who have got the same target market as I've got. Yeah. I, they're, they're some of my best people because we bounce ideas around. I go, huh, that's a great idea. Are you going to run with that? No. I said, well, how about I run with that and I'll share it with you when I get there. And how about we do that together or, you know, so the amount of co-production that I've been able to create, you know, a good friend of now is a very good friend of mine, Scott Cundall, developed a application for LinkedIn. Now, I already had a LinkedIn thing. And so it would have been really easy for me to see him as competition and, and just popped it off. Instead of that, I said, hey, how do I actually work with you? We worked out a way of working forward. Now I've got some stuff. And that partnership has developed into millions, I mean millions of dollars worth of business for both of us. Mm. Mm. Now, if I'd actually had that fixed mindset, that would have been competition just bottom off. Well, but, it, it's nah. like going to the bowling alley and you've got your shoes on, you've got your, the ball that fits right, and you look down the row and you've got, oh, wow, there's so many other lanes here. Now, it's really working with people who are in the lanes next door to you, right? Yep. That's the way I look at it. Um, same as a swimming pool. You know, we, we've, we're used to this notion of lanes. It's not necessarily the competition. God, we, all, we all like to win. We all, let's, let's face it, none of us like to lose. 
really. Uh, we do like to win, and sometimes those wins take a while to get. So why not offer offer an opportunity to work together with, with yeah. someone who's got a, a similar mindset to you? I think it's a beautiful story. And more and more people are doing it. I think that's been the, the blessing that's come out of the last four years of the pandemic is that technology is actually helping us do this more and more. Where I come from, well, I come out of being, yeah, and, and my, one of my journeys, yeah, back in 2016, 17 is in, is in the training, particularly in leadership. So, so it would have been really easy for me to see people like yourself and Toby Naj and different people as competition, but instead I'm going, how do I partner with these people? Yeah. How do I, how, how do I, what is my area to teach? Like leadership is so broad, you know, what everybody's got their own perspective. Mm. It's the same in technology. Tech, technology might look like it's very narrow, but it's extremely broad. Massive. And so it's massive. It's mm. massive. Mm. So I'm not saying that, I, that all my all my little pieces, you know, all the little features that I have are, are all the best on the planet. They're not. And I'll admit that openly. They're not the best, but they're pretty damn good and they're getting better. Mm. And as technology grows, we keep on developing things. But what it is, it's the power of having everything in one spot, which 100% communicates to each other and having the collaborations around it, which gives it the power. Power. Well, you know what, listeners, if you would like to know a little bit more about uh, Kel's CRM, the product that he's got, but his overall um, presence and collaboration with others, which is such a beautiful story. You can find him on LinkedIn. You can find him on, on the web, anywhere on the web. Um, but it's the hub of transformation. Yeah. Transformation, transformational, transformational hub. Transformational. transformational hub. All right. You type in that. But yeah, Kelvin Holiday. I prefer Kelvin. I was only ever, it was only ever um, uh, Kelvin when I was in trouble for months. That's why I use it, it Kel. Yeah, we know that one, Caroline, don't we? Oh, we do. um, but, Thank you very much. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. But but the reality is, yeah, look, Kelvin Holiday, uh, I'll use my full name in, in the social media areas because that's yep. where that's what I was known as for many years. But just look us up, yeah. You know, reach out. If you've got something you want to ask, just reach out. There's there's so many channels, and you'll get me. Like you're not gonna get a bot, you're not gonna get, you know, you'll you'll if you, you just Thank be you. patient sometimes. <laughs> but you will get me, all right, to respond to you. And um, But sometimes it's up, I'm a little bit busy, so I'll respond to you when I can. Well, you know, I will, as always, listeners, I'll put all the details in the notes. So that I'm a lay down the for that. But, Kel, just before we go, you know, if there was something that, you know, if I gave you the worldwide stage, just, just you know, where, yeah. and perhaps um, you had a message for everybody, what what's something that's really been in your thinking lately? What would it, what would you want to give for the future leaders of the world, the future entrepreneurs, the future parents, the future humanitarians, uh, whatever it is, whatever the work of the world will be in the next couple of decades? Is there something you'd actually like to say, say to them, yes. share with them? Uh, 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 be be a hope giver. 
be a hope giver, be a person that when people see you, they say, I talk to them and I have a sense of hope because I've actually just hung around them. All right. That was that piece of advice was given to me a long time ago. It's now become a mantra. I've even got it on my shirt, you know, strength, courage, determination equals hope. All right. So hope, you know, we can we can go for a certain amount of time with without water and food and but without hope, there's a there's enough hopelessness in the world and overwhelm in the world. So be a hope giver. That will put a smile on anybody's face. Yeah, and what a great conversation to have when someone says to you, really? What do you mean be a hope giver? That isn't that old-fashioned and outdated and we don't need it anymore? And I go, you know what? The last four years have been the gift for us all because we've been recontemplating what it is we want out of our this notion of work and lifestyle, out of our family, whatever it looks like. We're all licorice all sorts. My kids will tell you that I think they like being called the licorice all sorts. Uh, for, for Australians with, you know, you great hearts, very different, but really passionate about what it is they believe in to be true. Um, but that's what we that's what we're really looking for. We're looking for people of hope who have hope and who will also ask those questions where they yeah. can get the awesomeness from. So I, yeah. I really I really like that. Yeah. Well, I've had a lovely afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us from Thailand. Now, listeners, one of the things you don't know is that um, Kel and uh, three others and I have joined up to start a new business. It came out of the Bali business experience that we did. So there will be plenty of time for us to get you up to speed with what's happening in 2024. But we will be going to Thailand. We will be going to Bali. And we will be going to Fiji. So we are looking at providing the spaces for really pe for people to think about their leadership of their business, of whatever it is that they want to want to influence, what it is that they want to do. But we want to do it in a way that is really life giving. It's about you thriving in life and work. And uh, that's a beautiful story and it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be such such a great time for co collaboration and co-creation and innovation and Kevin help us. Um, in all those hot climates, Kel, I think we'll be former shadows of ourselves. We'll be just perspiring it off. <laughs> That's okay. And, yeah, and there's going to be so many opportunities to do that as well. I, uh, yeah, so, so all right, get your cozies out of the closet and let's actually go over and have a good time. Get your visas ready. All right, Kel. Thank you so much. Listeners, if you've enjoyed our, our conversation today with Kel Holiday, I will I promised you all the notes. So have a look at uh, look at how we put those up for you. If you do like the conversations, heavens above, you've got to subscribe. Every podcaster likes a little bit of love. So share, send it on, give us a give us a, a wave and say, going well. Everyone likes that. Um, just remember, you are precious and your thriving matters. And I'll see you next episode. Bye, Carol. Bye-bye. I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. <laughs>